Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. Well, I'm, this is going to be an interesting conversation because we haven't had this topic on, and I know it's a bit of a stretch, but I want everybody to hang in here because we're going to be talking about NFTs. And if you not haven't heard about NFTs, uh, frankly, you're probably living under a rock or frankly in real estate <laughs> because we get so hyper-focused on the physical real estate that I uh, wanted to have on Arvin Cam Cam say on the call and and I'm going to direct everybody to Arvin's website to follow along because he's he's got a lot of information there. So soldoutnfts.io and I'm going to make sure to have that link in the show notes and a, a direct link there. But Arvin, I really appreciate your time and I, I I can't wait to unpack a lot of this because you've been a part of some pretty monstrous uh, NFTs, including the sands, if people are familiar with that in Vegas. And last report, that was over 7 million. So, uh, and I, I guess you're going to revise some of those numbers because that, that, that has exploded. And then you had another one for, I think it was called mega, right? It was 12 million. Uh, that's Meta legends, uh, woman of crypto, uh, Frogos, national park, NFT, generative dungeon. There are a lot of them. Yeah, this this is crazy, and and I I really wanted to talk about this because I think we needed to to start uh, looking at this because we're even talking about virtual land now in Meta or Facebook, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I really appreciate your time and helping us unravel this a little bit. And I kind of warned you, Arvin, that we're going to have to kind of start at the beginning because just like me, I think a lot of people have kind of a they don't really understand what NFTs actually really are outside of it being part of the whole blockchain, Bitcoin, you know, world. So um, I'm hoping you can start from the beginning here. Yeah. I mean, the very, very beginning is, you know, I think it's cryptos, right? So uh, if uh, anyone's not uh, familiar with cryptos, um, I mean, I think that's, that would be very few people, but um, we are going in the direction where, you, you know, even Uber, just the founder of Uber, no, not founder, actually CEO of Uber, uh, just recently said that he's uh, he's thinking of introducing cryptos in the Uber app where you can actually pay for your Uber rides with cryptos. So this is how mainstream this is going to get, right? And for people who are thinking, you know, NFTs are kind of just like a fad or they're just here for, you know, for some time. First of all, they've been around for a few years. Um, is uh, in US and Canada, we're really behind. Um, in let's say Australia, New Zealand, uh, China, Hong Kong, all these countries, they're the forefront of actually NFTs. They have they know a lot about it, and also they buy and trade a lot. Now, um, NFTs are bought and sold. Uh, via cryptocurrencies, so that's another reasons why cryptocurrency is not going to go away. Because, um, and I I can dive you know deeper into this, but there's so many things that are being traded and owned right now with uh, NFTs, and it could just be like 
you know, your vehicle in the metaverse, for example, that's the NFT. What you wear um, in the in the metaverse, that's the NFT. Like your handbag, it's an NFT. Your let's say the Adidas shoes that you have in the in the virtual land, that's that's an NFT. And all of these are being um, bought and sold with crypto so all these things they're gonna stay now uh, for those of people who are just wondering okay so what is an nft so nft is a non-fungible token um, and what it means is really a uh, it could be a moment of time it could be uh, audio video um, it could be some sort of entertainment whatever that is um, that's captured um, and it's rare, meaning there's only one version of this. Now you could have variations of it, but that um, even if if it looks the same, um, it's different. Meaning, so think about it as a, so. A good example would be so let's say Eiffel Tower. You could probably create Eiffel Tower again, like an exact uh, duplicate of it, but it won't be Eiffel Tower, right? You only have one Eiffel Tower. Um, so that's that's the concept of this. So and how do we know that? Um, which one is which, that's when we refer back to the large database of um, uh, all these uh, like NFTs and everything that's all recorded on, and that is blockchain. So on the blockchain, everything is recorded and, um, and you know, if, if let's say I own a specific NFT or I'm the owner of a specific NFT, it's all written in that major database and everyone knows about it. You can never delete it. It will be there for the rest of our life. Um, and so that's how we can verify if, uh, first of all, who the owner is and how rare um, that NFT is. So, and in, in, like you said, it's it's unique. So yes. it's not like, it's not like, and so when you say um, to determine how rare it is, are you yeah. talking about uh, different versions of it? Because it's going to have a different blockchain number, right? It's, or or is it, is there subtleties with the file itself? Okay. Well, I mean that, so I guess let's get to the details. So um, let's say I buy a, a specific, um, let's say maybe the example that everyone probably would uh, know about would be, let's say board apes. So let's say if the, you buy a board apes NFT um, and it could have a specific background, the the like the skin, the um, like the colors. All of those are different variations of that board apes NFT, right? So you can have, and some variations are more rare than the others. For example, I think it's uh, it's either gold in the in the skin or in the somewhere. If if you have like gold in uh, in the actual board apes, I'm not really familiar with board apes too much. Yeah, and but, I was going to yeah. say, a lot of yeah. people that are listening are probably not going to be familiar either, but I'm going to <laughs> take a screenshot and I'll put it in the show notes so people yeah. know what we're talking about. But that's yeah, yeah it's so, kind of a meme, right? It's kind of a, I've, I've seen what you're talking about. There's a, quite a few variations, something yeah. as simple as this monkey or ape yeah. with a, with a different color background exactly, you know, or, you know, it's just ver- variations of this same yeah. image. Yeah. And and so now I think I believe that the, there's a there's a variation there are a bunch of variations that have gold in it so um and those variations are more rare than the other ones okay so now if you own that um, then they worth more uh, because and the reason for that is just because of the scarcity so there are fewer of them to begin with so if you own that 
then it's worth more. You can sell it for a larger price, which makes sure. sense. Supply and demand, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I hate to back up on you here a little bit, but like, how did you get into this? Okay, like, cool. what, what was the story of that? I mean, that, yeah. th- because this is, a, let's be honest, this can be a bit nerdy. I mean, yeah, it is very nerdy. And so, yeah, when I was a kid, I was, uh, I think in my childhood, if I just track it back, um, I, so I don't know if you know these like soccer cards where like, they're like very small size cards that they have. Um, so it's about the players of this, like, you know, soccer players. And then you can see, for example, how many, like how many, um, assisted, how many goals, like mm-hmm. how many, um, how many championships they've been on, like so on and so forth. Right. Um, like what their age is, blah, blah, blah. And what I would do with my with my friends, um, I would just trade these. So like we would play games and the point of the games would be to win the game so you can basically um, take over some of their cards as well. Right. So then you, and then people who had like rare cards or like had like cooler cards, they were cooler people. Right? So this is getting very nerdy right now. Um, and so so that's how I think that was my introduction to this idea of having something rare and then also just being trading it with people. Right now, fast forward in 2016, good friend of mine, Nick, uh, we're in LA. We go everywhere we go. This guy's on his phone. And then one day he told me about Bitcoins and he said, you know, he sold everything he had and converted it into Bitcoins, which I thought that was insane. Um, and at that point, I had zero interest in cryptocurrency and specifically nothing to didn't want to have anything to do with Bitcoins. And then, um, but fast forward, we kind of um, went our own ways. I went to a different uh, city. I went to uh, Vancouver um, and then he went to actually a different country, but I gave him a call a few years later. I said, Hey man, how was work? Um, And he goes, what work? I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, well, he doesn't have to work anymore because he's completely retired. Um, And so that was my introduction to uh, crypto where I was like, wow, I totally missed out on this opportunity. It was like right next to me. Like I, like my really good friend was telling me to do this and I didn't because I thought, you know, I want to focus on what I'm doing. And it's always that, like, you know, it's, it's good to be able to focus, but it's also like when you have like a great opportunity next to you, like, you know, like um, you don't want to just like pass on that great opportunity neither. So anyways, when a few years after that, I uh, heard about NFTs, then I did not want to you know pass on that opportunity i just jumped in right I, I went completely into it so i and my sister without knowing what nfts are we started buying and selling nfts um and we created our own portfolio and um you know i would buy a nft for 500 bucks and i would sell it for like 10k two weeks later um and and i loved it i was like this is the coolest thing i've you know and it's like very profitable and especially as the time goes on like it will be less profitable just because everyone's going to get in so at that time i knew that i was like okay i'm going to do everything i can at this point um and then as i was doing that um there was a one artist from italy uh, he reached out to me and said hey like you're you know you worked with all these public companies you run their ads um, and you've, you're very popular in the freelance world for running, uh, running paid ads. Can you run some paid ads and sell a bunch of NFTs for him? He had maybe 10 or 11 NFTs, and we sold it out in a few days. 
this guy was super happy. He's just an artist. He doesn't want to make millions of dollars. He just wanted to sell out his artwork so then he can go back into like um, just thinking about more artwork, basically. Literally, like that was his life. Mm. But to me, that was like a proof of concept. I thought, wait, so if I can do this, I have the knowledge and especially working with public companies doing the investor relationship marketing. I thought if I have this knowledge, I can bring this into the NFT community and no one else has it. Like I knew like not many people have experience with running, you know, $500,000 a month advertising spending. Um, and so, so I came in and um, the, literally the moment I started like actually saying, Hey, uh, you know, universe, like I'm doing NFTs now, like I, I market NFTs about 300 NFT brands. So about hundred of them in one month actually came to me to do uh, consultations and like um, help getting help for um, their marketing. And of course, as I was helping these brands sell out, then more and more people found me. Um, and uh, to the point, like literally a few days ago, there was a triple um, A Hollywood legend. He literally reached out um, for, you know, for their, for their NFTs as well. Um, and so I think, um, as a lot of people are actually getting into this, like, I want to be that person, um, would it be like, you know, companies or like even, you know, artists that they want to, uh, sell out their NFTs. I want to be that person for them. Um, and so that's why, you know, I'm just very heavily, heavily, heavily focused on NFTs and NFT marketing. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I can kind of, I can kind of relate. I used to do that with comic books, like way back in the day, what, what, you know, you talk about sports cards, but yeah. we, you, we used to uh, trade comic books when I was a kid. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was always, it was always interesting because of the perceived value. So right. with, with, with that, you know, I think what, I mentioned to you before we hit record, I think where the stumbling block is for a lot of real estate investors is, you know, we're used to physically walking into a property or standing on the, on the land, yeah, like to, to get our brain around the fact of, of buying essentially a, a chunk of code that, that doesn't sound real to us. Yeah. No, I understand hundred percent. Um, and I think, um, I was uh, I was actually talking to someone else this morning. Um, he's also in the NFT community as his own podcast and everything. We're just talking about how like my grandfather, um, he he's on Facebook, um, and every time he wants to send like he wants to like message me, he posts on his wall, and he thinks I'm the only person that sees those messages. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and then, but I think the point is that you know, like I think if we want it or not want it, like NFT is going to be there. Um, and if, in fact, I have like insider info of like large companies that they already been running a lot of awareness ads to make sure like people understand what NFTs are, because then they're going to roll out uh, part of their business that's only available with NFTs. So let's say, let's say, you want to, um, let's say software company, for example, right? Maybe you would relate. So let's say software company, instead of selling you their software, they would say, hey, you got to buy this NFT. This will give you a pass to use this uh, software for a year, 
right? And then if you want to like now go to the next year, maybe you have to get also this other version of the NFT, or maybe on top of the NFT, you also have to pay a monthly fee to us. So then you hold this. So NFT is going to be a major, major part of a lot of business transactions this year. Now, if you want it or not, but now going back to real estate. So it's the coolest thing is that like, actually, um, so some uh, realtor, um, he has his office in the metaverse. And so you actually have to go to his virtual office to buy physical land. So mm-hmm. it's not even just like selling virtual land, but like that's that's what he does. Um, so I think we're getting to that place where, you know, Walmart is already preparing people to uh, do, do their virtual shopping. You know, you, you put your Oculus on or maybe it's the contact lenses, whatever that is. Uh, Adidas is telling you maybe like if you want a specific, um, let's say, um, sneakers, like you have to have um, the NFTs, right? So like we're getting into the direction where it's like, it's not really like us wanting to do this or not. It's just going to be so prevalent that we got to do it. Like it's just part of our life, just like how phones, um, internet, Facebook, Instagram, they're all just part of our life. So is there like a, a marketplace for this then? Where do, where do you find NFTs? Uh, yeah. Where do you find them? Yeah. So there are obviously marketplaces for this. There is uh depends on blockchain. So for example, an open sea is for Ethereum, um, magic Eden, a big one for Solana blockchain. There are different, different blockchains. And then there are um, different market marketplaces for each blockchain as well. And depends like what people really like. I think s- simplicity is like a big thing for, uh, for the marketplaces. So some, they have like less uh, gas fees or like they have like some features that others don't have. So it's just, it's like a v- very much a preference of like what people really like to uh, do when they get to a marketplace, but there are pr- plenty of options. Now, the, the other place, other than the marketplaces where people can actually buy an NFT is at like a pre-sale. Just like how, let's say you buy uh, a property, uh, like a pre-sale where like you don't, you don't know exactly what it looks like yet, but like you put some money down um, and then eventually, you know, maybe in a year or two years, the, ha- the, the, the property is going to be ready. You go in and then you, you basically receive the property. You could do the same thing with NFTs. So you join these Twitter and Discord communities, you learn about all the things that this NFT project has to offer um, and you do a pre-sell. So you buy it um, and then um, there's a there's a date called a mint day or um, like a public sale. On that day, you go in and you buy the, buy the NFT and then about five days later, they reveal what you actually bought. So you kind of know what the art looks like but you don't know which one exactly, which variation exactly you bought. And then five days later, you go on your OpenSea or whatever platforms that um, they connected to. You you uh, refresh the metadata, whatever that means. Um, and then you, you, you'll be able to see like what your art actually looks like. It's, it's, the, it's called the reveal day. Um, and then at that point, then you have the choice, obviously, to keep it uh, or you can sell it. Um, and you can do a lot of things with it, but like those are, you can rent it as well, by the way, you can rent a NFT as well to people who want to use it too. And, and, okay. And so what would they use it for? Uh, the NFTs. So depends. Um, for example, I, I hold uh, San Vegas casino club NFTs because every month 
they're going to be uh, giving away uh, 50% of the profit of the casino to the NFT holders, right? Um, and so, so that's called a utility of that NFT. So some NFTs are not just a picture of some animal and maybe lots of variations of it. Some, sometimes they have the art, but there is also a utility where um, you can actually make, maybe it's like a monetary uh, utility. Maybe it's, you get to meet a celebrity. Like there's one project that I'm working with. Like if you get the NFT, you actually randomly, you, you get, you may get some, some of those NFTs that actually makes you, uh, what allows you to actually meet with the, with meet with the celebrity. It could be many things like, uh, the like uh, it could be exclusive membership to a specific club. Um, it could be many many things, right? So that's why people hold on to the NFTs, just because there are actually benefits to holding on to the NFT. Um, Gary V he created a restaurant where you have to have the NFT to be able to even go to a restaurant and buy food, right? So um, obviously there there are different reasons, but there's some people who are just like buying the NFT and they, they want to flip it as well. In fact, if someone wanted to get into this, the proper way to do this, you, you want to buy three NFTs every time you buy, you hold one um, and then you flip one in 24 hours after the um, the uh, mint day already happened and revealed happened. And then you do you flip another one about like, let's say two weeks later. Um, and so, so that's like what typically traders do, but, um, I guess going back to your real estate, like what you can do with the NFT. So the NFTs in the real estate could be like the different parts of a virtual land that you bought. So you can go on, for example, sandbox or Decentraland or any other, uh, land, uh, places that you, you can buy land from. Um, and you, the, 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 the different pieces, like, let's say, I don't know, let's say a closet in your, in your, like in the, in your building, let's say your garage, all these different things, they're NFTs themselves. So in other words, you buy the land in the, in the virtual land, but then everything else in it is actually in a form of NFTs. So then, uh, so that's when, that's when you start actually thinking about, okay, so let's say if my car is an NFT, now I can rent my car to someone else who needs that, like in the virtual mm -hmm. land. Right. Um, and also that goes the same, same way with your land as well. If you have the land, but you're not going to do anything with it, you're not going to do any construction with it. Maybe you don't have like a casino bank um, gallery or anything that you have um, that you want to build in there, then you can just rent it to someone else. Like for example, let's say Justin Bieber wants to do an event at a specific place in Sandbox or Decentraland. You could be the person who is renting it to him. Right, and you could obviously make a good amount of money. So you you mentioned you know okay you 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 buy three NFTs and you you hold one, you yes. sell one 20, 24 hours later, and you try to maybe sell the next one two weeks later. Yeah. How do how do you understand like which NFTs to get involved in, and how do you place how do you figure out its actual value? Yeah. So I think that's actually a really good question. I think the information online is actually. Really, I mean, we have a very little amount of info online on like how to trade, how to market NFTs um, and the info that it's out there. I don't know if it's done on purpose, but it's not actually a lot of like accurate information. Um, and so um, what I like is that there are a lot of actually brands that are out there. They're trying to now uh, bridge that gap. They want to actually provide information. So there's one brand called um, Wall Street Fam. 
the whole premise of this uh, project is they want to make it accessible for everyone to get into the NFT to the Web3 world. Now, um, they have, so like, for example, they have a version called um, Wall Street Moms and they have this, um, they have literally, they have this like a software, it's called a vibrator for busy moms. Um, and so, and then they, what, what it does, it actually shows you the rarity of a specific NFT that you're trying to buy. So for example, it will tell you, hey, like uh, this skin color, uh, like let's say if this hat that this this person or this animal is wearing in the NFT art is actually very rare, right? So there's only like maybe three of them. Maybe there's like 300 of them, whatever that is. So the rarity of that, you can actually check. Um, so when you're about to buy or sell something, you can see for yourself, okay, how rare is it? Um, and, um, and then based on that, you can put a price on um, what you're selling, right? So I think that's actually a really big deal uh, versus people who are coming into NFT world, um, they want to trade. I mean, I was there myself one day where you just kind of based on guess, like you go and just say, I think this is a good price to sell it. And I think this is a good price I'm buying. Um, but it's not really that, right? That's like on a basic level, that's maybe a good level to start with. But eventually you want to get to a level where like you can understand, okay, um, hey, I'm looking at numbers and I can see how rare this artwork is. Um, and then based on that, I want to see, okay, so it's very like, for example, if an art collection has 10,000 of them and the one that you bought is in the first like 100, that's going to be very valuable. Um, and so then based on that, you can put a, like a really high price for it. And you know, other people can actually measure that rarity as well. And then based on that, they, they're going to pay the price for it too. Um, and, and so that's, that's how, you know, but I think um, they also like this project Wall Street fam, they're, they're actually producing a ton of content on medium, like really good content um, on like, okay, how, like, how do you get in? How do you create a, let's say a, like, how do you start even with like the whole like NFT, um, you know, community? Like, how do you, how do you uh, open up a, like, let's say crypto wallet? How do you connect your wallet to mint a NFT, meaning a buy NFT? Um, how many days does it take to like be inside a community until you understand it? Like every little details of things. Um, but also like, I would say the coolest thing is happening that in the NFT world is it's all about community. So while in the past, let's say um, the only way to get information on um, investing would be like, let's say a book or let's say you would go on YouTube. Now it's just all about like a very tight community. So you can literally ask random people online on Discord communities, be like, hey, why is it that you're buying this? And they would tell you. Um, and so you can get like um, live um, information from people who are in interested in the same community as you to buy a specific NFT or not buy it for that matter. Um, but there's a lot of info out there for you, for anyone who wants to do this. And it's also because people who are doing it with you, it just feels comfortable to actually actually get into this whole, uh, you know, NFT trading. There's another project called uh, Tribex. Uh, they, what they do, they, they want to make it accessible for the minority. So like, again, like uh, the whole idea of investing 
maybe in the past, it was just not accessible to everyone, but there are a lot of these projects that are coming in. They want to make it accessible. And that's, that actually goes along with the idea of cryptocurrencies and just like decentralizing everything. Um, and same thing with like virtual lands too. Like uh, let's say with uh, 3.5 Ethereum, I say ETH all the time, but I stopped saying that. So 3.5 Ethereum, uh, you can buy a one square land in the, let's say, sandbox. I don't know if the price may have changed by the time people hear this, but that's typically like the, the entry level, right? So, mm-hmm. which is not the same, obviously, at the physical. Like with 3.5 ETH, you can't buy a physical property. That's not enough. Although, I guess there are ways to do that too. Like if if it's like a tax lien and deeds or something, but uh, the level of entry is actually very low. Like a lot of people can get in, which is like really cool. Hmm. That was a long answer. No, and, and and you'll have to forgive me. I, I find this just really fascinating that yeah. this concept. So if so, let's say you you go down this. You want to pursue this. Would you recommend a lot of people stick with like some of the bigger brands and some of the ones that are like hmm. um, because I've seen I see everybody is coming out with their NFT. I mean, I you turn on the news and some celebrity is creating another. NFT yeah. of some kind. I would say, so this is actually very important for someone who wants to create their own NFTs as well. I think they need to understand what goes on into the minds of people who are trading or wanting to even just collect NFTs, not necessarily trading, um, uh, just just trading as well. So I think the, the artwork is obviously important, right? So like you need to like the art, um, no matter what celebrity is doing the art, like you need to actually like it. Um, now there are other values that may like trump that. Uh, so let's say the utility of, of the, uh, the project. So maybe the utility is so strong that you're like, well, the artwork is okay, but I don't mind. Like I'll still buy it. Right. Maybe it's the cultural reference of it. So like, for example, woman of, uh, crypto, one of the projects I, um, did their marketing, they, uh, it's all about like the, you know, the value of woman. Right. So like in the society, so they, they, they have actually a lot of uh, projects, like, for example, I think code chicks or like, um, like, let's say women in tech that they, maybe they're not represented as much as men. Um, so they're trying to actually expand that. Right. So they typically, they have like a cool mission to like these projects, these NFT projects, they have a cool mission that they want to pursue to like frog was, for example, they're building trees. Every time you stake their NFTs, they build a tree for you. Um, and so, so I think the, the mission, the cultural reference, the artwork, the utility, those are all the factors that people need to look over. And then they also need to get into their discord community and just see what people are feeling like, you know, like, is this like a cool community you want to be part of? Um, or is it not like your vibe, right? So um, if all of those checks in for you, then it doesn't matter if it's a celebrity or it's not a celebrity. It could be some artist that's just like, you know, not known to man. And then just all of a sudden he started actually, you know, sharing his artwork because of like now social media allows you to. And then you end up uh, buying it at a very like low price. But then like, you know, maybe a month later, it will become like millions of dollars. That has happened a lot. Um, and so... I think it was, I don't know if it was cyberpunks or uh, board apes. I think it was cyberpunks that they, they actually distributed for free. Um, and some people got it and they're now, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
Um, and so it's not so much of like who does it, um, while that's important, um, obviously the team, the artist, the developer, the marketer, all of those are important. It's not the only thing. So, so talk a little bit about the stability of this. Like, yeah. uh, you know, let's, let's be frank when we're recording this, I think that today, uh, I think Bitcoin was at like 37,000. Yeah. Um, I've seen it as high as like 65,000, if not higher. I mean, there's some serious problems there, you know, volatility. Do are you seeing that in this NFT world as well? Yeah, actually, like NF, it's it's brutal right now. Like NFT world. Um, I mean, people coming to me. So I, you know, I am um, as far as like the freelance platforms out there. Like I'm literally the top uh, marketer for NFT uh, brands, and I get a lot of messages on a daily basis. But like. Something I hear, like I, I get a ton lately is like, they say, do you know how to market in this crazy times right now for NFTs? Because a lot of them are low, right? Um, and so I think some of the brands, they're just holding back for their launches as well because they're thinking, wait, doesn't look like everyone wants to buy NFTs right now. Literally, my sister was asking me today, she's just like, we should just sell a bunch. Um, it's not looking good, right? And of course, um, the answer to that is just like for uh, at least for us, it's just hold, not not sell. But um, the I think the stability of it is uh, is actually coming from these large businesses, these public companies that are getting into this. So if anyone goes to let's say Sandbox and look at their maps and see what companies they bought it and they, uh, bought land in it. They can see, they can actually see what companies. So you find Atari, Samsung, uh, Sony, uh, you find uh, like all sorts of like large uh, game companies, Hollywood companies. And so working with public companies, one thing I know, they typically know things about six months, a year ahead of everyone else. Um, and if they're in it uh, right now and they're expanding so atari actually just keep expanding like they have so much land already and they just keep expanding it there's no it's not a it's not by you know by luck or it's not by chance there's a reason for these things so the stability that i see in specifically even like buying virtual land in sandbox or decentraland is like all these big companies that have so much um invested in it right um and so it's not going to be, uh, you know, something that um, they just do it for fun. You know, they, they, they have plans for this. Uh, plus, think about like how they will promote um, uh, the, the whole like NFTs inside these lands and like things that you would do in these lands, whether it be at events, whether it be at like wearables, whatever that is. Um, and so it will bring that stability to everyone else who is just not a, you know, big time, uh, let's say landlord or um, a, even like a NFT collector. Um, and you can just feel safe knowing that, Hey, like all these like big players in there, uh, we can't, can't possibly just like evaporate. So um, now you've bought, you've bought an NFT. Yes. Is, do you have to store it in a particular way? Like, yeah, it gets stored. I mean, actually, that's a really good question. It gets stored in uh, in a uh, in a crypto wallet, but also like something like this, where I don't know if you actually well, list, listeners wouldn't be able to see it. So sure. you can buy a physical device. It's called a cold wallet, um, and you can uh, you can contain like you can basically have your NFTs be in a cold wallet, so it's not connected to the internet, which means it's safe. No one's going to be able to steal it. 
And for anyone who's thinking they're above these things, I lost 100K um, two weeks ago worth of NFTs and land just by just doing this stupid thing where I thought um, basically I was just lazy to just put the NFTs that I bought into uh, the uh, from a hot wallet. So transfer from a hot wallet, which is connected to the internet to a cold wallet. And then I was tired and I was just browsing through the internet. I clicked on connect wallet some some random place. Um, and it wasn't even like any emails I clicked on or any like DM messages on Discord I clicked on, which is a typical thing that happens with people. My wallet just got drained in seconds. Um, and the whole like 100K is gone. Um, and so I think that's actually a really important thing for anyone who's getting into it. Maybe people getting into it, they're not going to buy like 100K right off the bat, or maybe they will. Um, but it's important to have it in a cold wallet so it's safe. Yeah, I'm familiar with the cold wallet. They, they kind of look like a large USB device. Pretty much. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So yeah, this is this is an interesting conversation, and you can probably tell we could just keep going and going and going. Uh, this is a rabbit hole for me. I'm just absolutely mesmerized by the this concept. Um, you know that we're we're so easily trading ones and zeros across the internet like this, and placing value on it. And and I I still it's hard for me to understand exactly. You know, I can go into a building. And based on its rent or if single family home on its location, I can, I can, I have a way to measure how to value that. You right. know, this NFT thing is, is very foreign to me, this concept. Yeah. And the biggest value comes from what value the community places on the NFT. So, so that's, again, it's aligned with the whole idea of like decentralization, right? So instead of like one person or one company, dictates say, hey, this is the value and you guys are going to buy it or I don't sell it to you. It's more like community decides, say, hey, like we think this is a good price. Um, and then because they they all just voted for it themselves, um, they're all going to buy it too, obviously. Well, this has been fascinating. I just want to point everybody to your website again. It is soldoutnfts.io. I'll make sure everybody has that and put that in the show notes. Arvin, I'm, I'm not sure exactly where to go from here other than, you know, asking you, is there a question or a concept you wished I would have asked you here today? I mean, no, this, there's so many things. I, I tell uh, my, my buddies, I'm like, if I take a day off, it's I'm going to be like 10 years behind in this NFT community, right? So I think there's just so many things and, um, you know, it's, it's good to start. Uh, even if you don't know everything like in the NFT community or in the, like every single thing, like what it means or what it does, I think it's fine. Like people can start. That's how I started. I think first 20 K I made in the NFT world. I didn't even know what NFTs are. Um, so it's, it's okay. Like they don't have to know everything. Um, and then um, if someone wants to create their own collection um, I've, you know, I've worked obviously with a lot of uh, 300 plus uh, NFT projects so I can, hundred percent help, um, you know, showing them the way so they don't have to, you know, waste a lot of money and time. But other than that, I think it's just, everything is so exciting. So like, I, I can't wait to see like, you know, in six months time, like one year, like what, where we end up with all these NFTs and, um, you know, virtual lands. So, well, if it's okay with you, I'd like to touch base, uh, 
maybe a, a little on a regular basis just to see and understand how this, because let's face it, folks, you know, we, we talk about real estate investing. However, this NFT thing with, with Meta and Facebook doing VR and everything, this stuff is here to stay. And, and I think we need to kind of get our brains wrapped around some of this other forms of real estate. So really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, if so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.